are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me in the war room. Today, people, I want to switch it up a little bit and talk about something that was on my mind, something that uh, basically was been in the news. It was in the news about three weeks ago. Uh, the rise in of trading cards, baseball cards, sports cards, soccer, that type of cards. And uh, why a lot of rich people getting involved investing in these cards. So, I, you know, I came across this CNBC video on YouTube and I said, you know, I'm going to sit here and watch this, you know, because, you know, I'm an average baseball and football collector when I was collecting them and I like the, the feel of the card, the the rush of when you open the pack and stuff or whatever. But I didn't have a lot of friends who traded baseball cards, but I liked them. And uh, I used to sit and watch the game and stuff and whatnot. And they even played the game in the neighborhood. Pretty good at it. You know, very good at baseball, good at football. But I didn't like basketball, but I respected people who played the game. I played it, you know, as sort of like a requirement but it wasn't my thing because growing up and still to this day, black folks believe that if you're taller than 6'1", six, 6'2", six, you need to play the NBA and you need to go buy my mama, you know, buy your mama a house and get your mom and daddy out of the neighborhood and all that old crazy stuff. So that kind of got on, on me because what I was really good at was baseball and football. And... I knew I was good at sports when I was about six, seven years old. I used to play with big guys in our neighborhood, you know, some of my sister friends, and uh, they used to try to put a hurting on me. But I took it. I was a, you know, rough and tough type person because my granddaddy, he, you know, he roughed and tough with me. You know, he didn't baby me. He was roughing with me. So when I got out and played with these guys, it, you know, it wasn't really nothing to me. And they were like, who the hell? This little, you know, little eight-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever it is, playing with these big guys. My mom always told me, "You go out there and play. I don't, don't come back crying." And so, when I went out there, if I cried, I cried to myself. But long story short, people, that was just something, some uh, reminiscing. But you hear in the interview itself about the rise of these trading cards and how these hedge fund people are now getting involved and backing these cards and uh, I don't know if you heard you know you should have heard but you know you know people again we all don't follow everything so if you haven't heard about breaking boxes you know it's a it's a fad on YouTube where people get these boxes of and folks buy these lots out of this box of coins and uh, you don't know what you're gonna get inside. Whatever you, whatever lot you buy, and a lot can be even one pack or two packs or how many you, that you can afford. And whatever's in it, that's yours. They send it to you, right? And uh, the different calibers of cards and stuff that's being floated out here now, and uh, 
you hear the backdrop about uh, certain cars, the jump wax car. You, you you probably heard that term, or you're going to hear that term if you go look up video cars on YouTube. Jump wax, jump wax. And I was sitting there listening to the CNBC interview thing going on on YouTube, and I was like, you know, in order for investors to really invest in some of these players, you got to go back to the jump, what they consider the jump wax era. You got to. Because some of the greats in the 80s, 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, they played in that jump wax era. So, if you're going to, you know, discard those and only chase after the current people who really never have, you know, can't, you know, haven't went the long distance, haven't went for the title three or four times, even though they may lost or had never got that Cy Young award or never got that MVP award. Or, you know, all this, if you're going to judge it off of that, you know, people, and just deal with the modern people today, like 2019 to 2020, then it's really meaningless. Because those jump bump, uh, not jump bump, those jump wax boxes of baseball cards and some football cards and basketball cards have value. And I, I mean, I've sat here now, you know, people I went through probably about 10, 20, probably 30, 40 videos right in there. You know, I know you say, well, which one is it, 10, 20, 34? I could say roughly about 40 videos. It's a lot of videos I went through and listened to countless different opinions about the the jump wax era and what card should be picked and what card should be discarded who is this and who is that and then they got stats and you know how they are trying to make a new economy a sub economy really all for the very things that we used to be worthless now brothers and sisters of the black community a lot of our cars a lot of people who we know value their cars are very you know low go look them up only one that's that's really doing good is tiger which he don't count because he's Caucasian, and michael jordan kobe and lebron james that's it and it may have a few people some newcomers that people are amping up because of their playing performance and whatnot, and and they consider that short-term investment because you can flip that person. That person can be doing good right now, but then later on, that person get hurt or whatever, their their performance go down, that card value go down. But I'm sticking to the long-term part of the of the investment part in trading cards, football, basketball, football, and how. When I sit through, you know, sit through some of the videos on YouTube, how they devalued the black players. Certain black players, they like, for a time being, everybody was jumping on uh, Kenny Griffin, Kenny Griff, for some of y'all, Junior's card. Say that oh, it's not valuable. It's not. It's not doing well. Then all of a sudden, Kenny Griff card went up, and just after off that negative report it went up also 
uh, certain, you know, Barry Bonds. And I don't like Barry Bonds because Barry Bonds, to me, cheated. He cheated to be the home run king. Hank Aaron is the home run king. He worked his ass off for that. Barry Bonds took some steroids, and there we go. But you see how that scandal of sports-enhancing drugs tainted baseball and then Pete Rose, bitch ass. That right there, you know, and other things. But those two scandals right there kind of was icing on the cake. And Mark McGuire, I got to throw his ass in there because I have several cards of Mark McGuire, little tiny ass, before he took that, that horse medicine, made them all booked up to knock them baseballs up to break Mickey Mantle's, uh, to even, I think he tied or broke Mickey Mantle's record. But you know, they didn't never strip him of it. They didn't strip Bond of it. You know, these folks lied, Roger Clemens. That, so it, it, it's just, it really just destroyed the baseball trading thing. And so after that scandal, you know, basketball came on the scene. You know, you still had Jordan. You still had Scotty. You still had Carl Malone. You still had, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, he's right there. Uh, Patrick Ewing. You still had these greats. Larry Bird still was out there. So they switched it and took baseball and replaced it with basketball. But then you still had football because you still had Emmitt Smith, Deion Sanders. And, you, you know, you still had uh, Bo Jackson until he got hurt. You still had these people who was playing. But when you get into the investment part and how they are structuring the investment part, none of those greats are on the top level, the top tier. They might be, like, in the middle to the bottom. You see what I'm saying? So the reason I'm saying this, people, is because this is a, a lesson black people how we need to control our dollar and our image and our political pro- not political but our analytical uh, not analytical but what's the, what's the word it's right there excuse me people it's um intellectual intellectual properties the things that we make and invest in it because if we don't this goes like back to gentrification and everything else if we don't here come a group of white people who who come and together and say, okay, uh, we know these niggas did this, but uh, we're going to get these white folks over here. We might pick one or two favorite niggas we like, but the rest of y'all, y'all at the bottom, you're going to, you know, you know, get up whenever. And that's basically how the interview go if you sit there and look at, looking, look at it and listen to it word for word from beginning to end. And that's it. And I know, again, sports people... I know folks may say, no, I'm skewed, that's wrong. Yeah, you just making it up. No, no, I'm going to leave the link of this CNBC thing, the rise of trading cards. And you look at it and go do your own research. I always say go do your own research. I did. And I sat there, uh, listened to one dude on YouTube. He was talking about not all Hall of Famers are good. You know, and that like kind of hit me like, what you mean? So he went to do, uh, of course, he did baseball first. And who came up first is hit, who hit the, the most? Barry Bond. Okay, everybody don't like Barry Bond or whatever. Gotcha. Then he went to football. And he said something. I'm not going to mention the dude's name. But he said, don't 
pick no other position on football but the quarterback. And we all know who've been watching sports for a long time or just in passing hearing in conversation that Jerry Rice, Emmitt Smith, Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, uh, Warren Moon, Steve, uh, not, not Steve, uh, Steve McNair, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb, all these players work together to get the team going. But if you listen to how this investment thing is going, is only focused on Joe Montana, uh, Brady, Drew Brees, and what's the other one they was uh, he was he had threw up in there? Uh, Steve, uh, not right, uh, dude from uh, Green Bay, Rosserberger from you know you see where I'm going from uh, the Steelers, but we know that we seen brothers carry the team. Hey, he didn't even mention damn Dan Marino. And Dan Marino, <laughs> he carried them goddamn Dolphins. I don't care what nobody said. Dan was carrying them, 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 uh, them Dolphins for years. I used to feel bad for Dan Marino, man. I'm serious, man. I know I sit up here and talk about <laughs> people, the white people. You be like, damn, man. You, I, but for years before I even got into this thing, and again, this is why I say again, folks, when I tried to be peaceful, I wasn't on that. Dan Marino, you know, got mad respect for the dude. Hands down, he carried that whole team. I mean, me, I would have quit after a couple years, but he he kept it going. But back to the the top of the hand of investing in these cars. And so you got these different grading companies out like PSA, you got Beckett, you got SGC, and now you're going to have a, another one come on called CSG that's going to come online. And uh, it's a big business, people. It's a big business, brothers and sisters. But it, that's the little dirty secret to it. You know, the greats that we know, black folks have dominated all three sports, and they're they trying to get over their soccer, too. But the major three sports dominated by black people, but the black players are being devalued. Unless you're Jordan or... Tiger Woods for golf. And Tiger Woods card is going down there because again, people again, you know, you know, put in a documentary with Tiger Woods coming out, but his card is not like up there with Jordan. And Jordan card, you know, sold for some astronomical number. Then you got this new dude, um, this white boy who's playing in the NBA. I hear his name, but damn it, I forget, I forget the dude's name. But anyway, that's what's going on. So I, you know, you may say, well, Mr. Q, what is this for us? I'm like, well, you know, for me, you know, I like collecting, you know, I like collecting uh, baseball cards and certain football cards. I got, I got a handful of Scottie Pippen cards, man. I love Scottie Pippen. And that's another player that they devalue to a point. I know Scottie got problem with his ex and, you know, whatever, but Scottie helped Jordan win those championships. It wasn't just Jordan and it, him against the other team. Scottie helped along with Dennis Robin, you know, and so forth on that team. I can, you know, I can't take nothing away from Jordan, but give Scotty his props too. So you you hit you see the bias in this. So brothers and sisters, I think that you and I, you know, should, you know, get involved in this stuff and really try to, you know, hold value and promote value, not just promote more promote value, but invest 
value in these players that is out there. These folks made these teams. Regardless of what, you know, these white folks may say to a point who got the major money, you know, like I said, if it wasn't for Scotty helping Jordan, Jordan wouldn't have been there. If it wasn't for uh, Warren Moon doing with, with whoever, I think, uh, damn, he's the name right there. Warren could have get that ball down the field. That's countless. Oh, Jerry Rice, they, they like Joe Montana. Jerry Rice was carrying that ball. The only brother that made that hit 10,000 yards in a game. You can't sit here and say that his car is not valuable only for a few dollars or when everybody feels like it. So that's just the side of uh, the card game that I wanted to share with you all because I want to take up time out from the nonsense on Capitol Hill and all that bull crap because we all know what that is. But that was just something on my, on my heart that I wanted to bring because, again, people, I'm into the trading cards or gathering, you know, getting cards and stuff and uh, getting them graded. Oh, yeah, and people who do Pokemon. Pokemon is coming up. You know, that's a fast thing. I mean, some dudes spent one card on a half a million dollars. Now, there's a dude also I watch on YouTube, and he talk about collectibles and antiques and stuff. And it's a back and forth between you know him and the other people about no you're not right about antiques and collectibles they doing good and, and it is you know if you know what you're doing you can flip some good money like i said again i saw this dude uh for this pokemon he paid a half a million dollars for this goddamn card no joke no joke for a damn pokemon card i got a pokemon card <laughs> mine's a basic it wasn't the one with the first edition but mine's a basic i'm gonna send that off to get graded who knows, you know, but the thing is, is about the the value of black players and all the sports people, you and I, brothers and sisters, we need to, you know, contribute to that. And maybe we need to start our own black hedge fund for that to bring value to these players. Because, again, if you can take one player and say, OK, I like this player here, but this player here outshine and outperform this player, but. I don't like this player because so-and-so, so-and-so, because I got the money, then who you going to go with? And another thing about this grading system, people, there's a lot of people out here grading, just throwing out here grading. I, I looked up on eBay so many Jordans graded, Jim Mint 10. I mean, it's, it's pitiful. And then they had a scandal on the grading system because a lot of, I mean, I look at some of the cards too, people. And I hear people on YouTube, again, talk about the card. You know, it's off-centered and all stuff. I mean, you could kind of see it a little bit. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I kind of see it. But I just like the feel of the card. I like how the card looks to me. You know, I like the, 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 the sharp edges. That it ain't all beat up and the paint ain't peeling off of it. That it ain't peeled off at the back. So I put bubble gum on it. So I'm not an expert grader. But it's like, you know, folks are so harped on that. And they willing to, you know, like I said, it was a scandal. Like folks sent in a whole slew of cars that was fake. And they came out, Jim Mint, they out here floating around. And people are buying them. I also looked at some of the show, uh, some of the card shows. Some people go to card shows, they, video they videotape themselves, go to uh, these card shows. And some of these card man, they ain't playing. Two, three hundred dollars, eight thousand dollars, you know, up. You know, some of them be $40,000. They don't blink. And it's all white people, man. It's all white people. 
I mean, you see some old cars, some real old classic cars, old Hank Aaron, Willie Mays cars. White people got them. So this is why I said, you know, that was on my heart about us investing and taking back what is ours and really saying, you know, we're going to put value on it and hold it because, again, you know, Jordan card is up. He's doing good. Everybody like Jordan. But we'll let Jordan do something wrong with that car to go into the tank. Let Jordan say something. That's why Jordan could come out with all the Black Lives Matter and black folks and all this stuff and activists. <coughs> Excuse me. Because Jordan will lose that. Jordan got one of the highest paid cards. Him, and he, he's the, I think he's the third highest paid card now in his trading thing. So, I just wanted to bring that to you people again. That's something to look at. It's risk involved. And I say this because it's short term and it's long term. Long term is like like what I'm doing. You know, collect your, you know, collect your 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 Dave Winfields, you collect your uh, uh, Kim Griffin, Deion Sanders, David Justice, all you collect them, put them in, you know, send them off, get them graded, collect them, keep them for long term, because they're gonna be Hall of Fame. And then the short term is that you're trying to get one particular car that's out here that's catching a trend and the hunt is on you try to get that card and flip it that's it now it's risk to that and the risk is you might flip you might get or you might get got that's it and a lot of people do the flipping thing and i, I mean i had to figure it out when i was you know what you know what the heck is flipping what, what y'all doing you know everybody like yo you need to put you know get this get put in this card put it in this and you know i had to it kind of got to steady it had to sit down and do research on it and that's why I tell you to do the same thing. But I wanted to share this with you because that bothered me about how our players, those players that I just mentioned and countless others, how they be devalued. But the other, the white players be sought out and they, uh, maybe a few black players if they like them that carry that name power, that star power. And like I said, and then this, it was in what, a 1988 flare Jordan car before they even did that thing and COVID came that car was cheap dirt cheap you could probably got that car for like seven bucks try to get that car now you paying about based on raw roughly about three hundred dollars that's that's the that's the low 300s graded <laughs> you can forget it it all depends on who's selling it but if it's that gym it meant it's one uh, person on YouTube, not on YouTube, on eBay right now that's selling that Jordan card for $159,000. I tell you no lie. And the mug wants you to pay $790 in shipping. Serious. I'm serious, people. So, again, that's just something that I've been telling you about or been dropping these little seeds of knowledge telling you that how white people take things that are worthless, turn it around and tell us that it's worthless, tell you and I it's worthless, but they'll turn around and take it, dust it off, say it's their idea or it's, you know, it's there and bring new light to it. They come together, put money into it and way more payment and then they'll lock you and I out. Oh, you can't come in here. But, but, yeah, you was here, but you're not here. So that's just one thing that, you know, I wanted to share with y'all. I know this may not be an interest, and I mean that it's not the 
let's go kill such and such and doing on and all that stuff. I know that may not be this. I told the people I'm, I'm changing up different things, different shows and, you know, different topics that come along that I'm going to be putting out there. And this is one of them. And this is something serious that you need to think about because it's, it's some big things. It's one or two brothers on YouTube that I say that that's doing trading and they go out they sell you know they take the cards and get them green and they flip them so forth and you know it's, it's very interesting to sit there and watch them do it but also again the long-term invest investors like me you know you collectors you collect these cards because they are scarce truth be told even though there's some folks out here these cards are scarce and like one dude this white dude of course said he's in the card investor to one of those high-end card invest he said you know after a minute you know we can't keep chasing these the younger the the the, the new modern you know you know popping going on people that eventually that trend is going to go down and we're going to have to go back to these quote-unquote jump wax era and baseball football and, and basketball to start pulling real heavy names people who have proven themselves right now the crave is going on such, 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 because everybody ah, about lebron james and all this stuff but for only for a short period of time so when he said that i start you know myself people i start buying a couple of box wax uh, a couple of box wax cards and stuff i'm not saying that for you i'm just saying you know hey who knows but it is a scarce they are scarce oh you may see them in all that you know but in actuality when they made the box made up the baseball cards the trading cards and football cards and all that, when all that was when these companies like panini uh tops uh upper deck all came out and said your car's worthless most folks were burning their cars and throwing them in the trash and so even though popularity that these cards still stand a lot of them do not exist anymore so if you get a couple of boxes, hold on to them. And if these people are serious about it, because the investment firm that it's gonna, you're going to hear about in the CNBC clip is called Alt. If they serious about that and if this other dude was talking about what he was saying about folks coming back to the that era in the 90s and eight, late 80s and 90s to find these cars and stuff, it might be something you might want to look into. Might make, a, make, make a quick buck. You know, you never know. You might get a dang $250,000 car here. I'm trying to look, trying to, trying to put myself in that position so soon. He must say, ah we found the card. We found the card. That's $500,000. I got that mug. Give me my money. Because uh, there's a dude that work who, who managed and works at all invested, investors, excuse me, said that there's a possibility to have a card worth $10 million. So you just think about that. A $10 million sports card that you or I may be sitting on. I mean, you never know. Right now, you know, folks, you know, it's the specul it's a spectator, it's a speculator environment. You know, you never know. You know how they, you know, the bubble, you know, they grow into the bubble. You know, they don't know, they're trying to. But you never know. If they can sit there and say that, that means it's a possibility that they go, they're looking for one particular card. You don't know, I don't know. But hey, you Hey, it'd be best to be in the best position. So when they say, hey, so-and-so from so-and-so team and so-and-so year, ha-ha, I got that I'm going to cash in. Here I come, Jamaica. I'm going on a trip. But anyway, people, that's enough for me. 
I hope that you like this podcast and I hope you've enjoyed uh, all the seasons going back and just listening to some of the podcasts and stuff. Again, thank you for sharing Real Talk with Miss Cute War Machine with friends, enemies, haters, all that good stuff. Just want to say that because I didn't say it at the top of the show. Again, thank you for coming in. But again, always be safe, be vigilant, and I will leave that link to that CNBC uh, clip video about the rise of trading cards for you to look at. And if you're interested, do your, do your own research like I did. If you like the game, whatever your game is, you know, basketball, football, you know, baseball for the people, you know, enjoy, you know. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying. I mean, I found some good cards, people. Whew, I mean, back in the day, I couldn't, you couldn't even find these cards. I'm, I've been so lucky, blessed, really, to find these cards. Cause I was like, man, back in the day, I was like, you talking about a brother was depressed about finding that like, man? I can't find that card. Open up four or five packs, eh? Then you gotta run out to the store, and them pop, them packs wasn't cheap, six, seven dollars a pop. So you know what it is. So anyway. Again, people, be safe, be vigilant, and come on back for another episode of Real Talk. I'm out. This was The War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.